Hello and welcome to this new episode of the Success Secret Podcast with your host Hussein Talib. In this episode, I have with me Riley Jarvis. He is the founder and CEO of The Sleep Consultant, an organization that helps CEOs, entrepreneurs, and high performers to transform their sleep into significantly boost their productivity and energy levels. Riley, welcome to the Success Secret Podcast. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be on today. Awesome, awesome to have you here. So this is a very interesting topic, actually, to talk about the relationship between sleeping and success and entrepreneurs and business owners and how it affects all their business and ownership of their business. But first, let's get to the story behind this. How and why did you start this business? Uh, where did the idea come from? Yeah, you know, it's a really interesting one. My journey all started about 10 years ago. I'm in my early 30s now. I was in finance. Um, that's what I went to school for, you know, achieving good grades, you know, probably following my dad's footsteps. Uh, but I really liked it. And at the time, I wanted to make money. So I figured, you know, I'd go into that sort of side of things. After graduation, I went into private equity and investment banking. And, you know, I was in my early 20s at the time and everything was going well. But, you know, it's sort of a doggy dog world where it's 12 to 18 hour workdays. And, you know, it's just nonstop with that. And there's five to 10 people willing to replace you if your performance isn't up to par. So you really have to be at peak performance all the time. Six months into the job, though, my performance started to go down. I started making clumsy mistakes. It was getting brain fog, gaining weight. And I didn't know what was going on, no matter how many coffees I was drinking and just everything else that went along with it. <laughs> and so I was forced to, uh, yeah, I was forced to quit my quit my job uh, probably about six months in. And it was at this point I went to go see doctors. Like, like I thought I was going crazy. I didn't know what was happening to me. Saw a bunch of specialists and I went to the gastroenterologist who specializes like in the stomach. And they told me I had Crohn's disease and Crohn's disease is where you have inflammation of your stomach. It's sort of an autoimmune thing. So it's not just isolated there, but it kind of attacks the whole body. And it, what it can cause is, uh, you know, low energy, brain fog, fatigue, and it was all started starting to make sense. But um, I was bedridden and I wasn't able to work. I was collecting a pile of debt and I kind of fell into a deep, dark depression at the time. And uh, I didn't know where to turn and doctors were giving me medication that were actually making me feel worse so it was at this point I had to take health into my own hands and on a first principle basis, really start understanding the biology, like researching hours a day. How do our hormones work, our brain? How do all these systems in our body interact with each other? Sort of like a car. And I started to get a, to gaining a deep appreciation for it. And then it was, you know, spending lots of money on doctors, uh, more on the holistic side of things, masterminds, collaborating with people. One month I would try exercise. One month I would try food. One month I would try sleep. When I got to that sleep month, it was incredible how fast everything changed for me. Like the blood markers started to get better. Brain fog started to vanish. And I kept doing what was still working. Of course, the other things worked, but it was just incredible how fast I was able to do recover. Um, you know, fast forward a couple of years later, Crohn's was in 100% complete remission. Conventional doctors didn't really know why. And I, I actually skyrocketed further than I was even before I even discovered I had this whole thing. And then it was sort of, you know, through my own results, I was starting to help friends, friends of friends, not who were in a disease state, but now who are looking to improve their energy, their focus, their productivity, getting more done during the day, their deep focused work. Um, and then, you know, they started to get results, their friends of friends did. And then, you know, I kind of made a local name for myself. And it was after that, I, th I thought I could take this brand internationally. And that's what I did until now, fast forward, you know, 10 years later, seven, 10 years later. Um, helping people around the world, primarily high performers like CEOs, entrepreneurs, those kinds of people who are we're really looking to optimize their focus. We all need better sleep, but I really like in the optimization phase for people, 
um, you know, who like burning the candle from both ends, just hustle, hustle, hustle to get more done. Yeah, it's all about good. our quality of deep sleep, right? So that's kind of what got me into it, sort of a wounded warrior and now um, helping other people. And it's, I got to say, it's a lot more meaningful than just looking at spreadsheets all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's like interesting that you basically tested multiple things for the period of a month. Then when you reach that, the testing with sleeping, so it, yeah. cleared out that sleeping is really important to the human body and yeah. and brain so so how do we like for example we all sometimes struggle with sleep with a with, uh, hot weather sometimes it's cold weather some people don't know to sleep because they are thinking too much so these kind of things i'm sure you know of the reason of not sleeping well so yeah. how to create let's say the best environment to sleep well and to sleep quickly because you don't want to Let's say roll in bed for two hours and then sleep two hours and wake up after that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's, I can go into a, a myriad of reasons why, but we'll just stick to the basics today. You can go more advanced with the stuff I like doing with clients where we send lab test kits to their house and we look at our, all your biology, your genetics and everything. But, you know, just you want to start with the basics first. And the first is sleep environment. So we want to make sure our sleep environment that we're sleeping in, there's a couple of things. We want to make sure it's really dark. And we want to make sure it's cool and we want to make sure it's comfortable and where there's low light. And so what that looks like is we want to invest in blackout curtains. We really want to make it like an ideal situation would be, you know, when it's while we're sleeping, we wouldn't we won't be able to see our hand in front of us. Now, it's it's not realistic for everybody, you know, if they're living in an apartment downtown with streetlights and everything. But we want to get to that as close as possible. So we we do that by blackout curtains. Um, even like electronics um, that are emitting, not just our iPhone before we go to bed, I'll touch on that in a second, but even like lights that are coming from our TV that are on fans, heaters, cable boxes, whatever, um, our, our eyes actually have these melopsin receptors that can detect blue light at the subtle level and blue light will directly reduce our melatonin, which is our master sleep hormone. This will affect our ability to get to sleep and also our ability to stay asleep. So if we're exposed to all this light before bedtime, especially while we sleep, there's no wonder why we're waking up first thing in the middle of the night because our melatonin isn't as high as it should be. So that's sort of one there. The other one is cool bedroom environment temperature. So Celsius, you're looking at about 16 to 18 degrees Celsius. You really want to get that thing cool. Um, Fahrenheit, you know, 65, 68, probably within that range. Other things you can do too, like there's a tool called the chili pad, chili sleep. Um, that's a really good one that people can do. And it, it basically blasts cold air under your sheets. Um, and that really can help improve your sleep quality as well. Yeah. So that's a really good one. And, you know, before we get to sleep, we really just want to integrate some kind of relaxation, especially for entrepreneurs and the majority that I work with, it's like they're working, their mind is just racing until 10 minutes before bed. And they're just so exhausted that they put their head on the pillow and they just fall asleep instantly. Or there are people that just can't stop thinking until the next day, what do they have to do? So this is where it's so important where you just block out everything for the first hour, uh, hour or two hours before bedtime. And you just leave that to you to really wind your body down, taking your, you know, your flesh machine, your body down from like fifth gear down to first gear, because it really has to wind down or else it's just not going to sleep because you're going to have all these stimulating cortisol, adrenaline, different noradrenaline just rushing through your body. And that's why you can't sleep. And so what that looks like is, you know, meditation. We want to do deep recovery instead of passive recovery. So passive recovery would be like sitting down, watching Netflix and drinking alcohol that can relax your body, but there's just a lot more efficient and faster ways to do it, especially for high performers where we're looking to optimize everything. 
So that could be like a deep form meditation. Um, binaural beats is really good for your mind to calm it down. A really good app on your phone is called brain.fm that you, you wear over the head earphones and they'll, that'll put your brain into a sleep frequency or into a relaxation frequency focus. It's one of my favorites. Another one you can do is an Epsom salt bath. Um, Epsom salt bath is magnesium, which relaxes your body, but actually after that hot Epsom salt bath, it'll actually, um, slingshot your body's temperature the other way to a cool body temperature. And it'll actually help you sleep better throughout the night as well. Um, so that's one to really relax your body. Hot cold showers are good. You can do yoga. Uh, but ultimately what we're looking to do is making our body as low inflammation as possible, making sure our blood sugar is not riding this roller coaster before sleep. And we also want to make it our cortisol, you know, and all of our stress hormones in our body are as managed and as low as possible while we're sleeping. And those are sort of the three things that when they're not properly regulated, people aren't able to sleep. Now, the root cause of those are dozens upon dozens of things, but those are kind of what it breaks down to. So, so for example, it's not good to eat something for for like 60 minutes, 30 minutes before you go to bed, especially sugary things that would keep you awake. Exactly. Usually, you know, your last meal, ideally three to four hours before bedtime, like a heavy carb meal, you can still have a snack before bedtime, but that's just it. You want your blood sugar to be between like a plus one, minus one range. But if it's going plus two, minus two, plus three, minus three, your body is just not used to it. It's going to cause it to wake up. So, you know, a quick, you know, a quick evening snack could be like a protein shake to help regulate blood sugar. It could be like a tablespoon of honey. It could be a tablespoon of um, good forms of fat, for example, like an avocado, almond butter, cashew butter, you know, good organic forms, things like that. Um, any forms of oil that can help regulate your blood sugar as well. Mm. So so you're working with clients. So how do you see their sleep, whether it's they are optimizing their sleep, let's say, for the better results for themselves or people who have bad sleep habits and bad sleep hours? How do you see sleeping affecting someone's success and their productivity during the day? Yeah, it's a really good question. I think everybody knows for themselves when they don't sleep well, what does that feel like for them? For some people, they're very grumpy and they just yell at everybody. For other people, they have <laughs> brain fog and they just can't focus. And they want they have this big to-do list of everything to do and they can only get like core of it done. Um, so, you know, that thing, it just manifests the next day and they stay up later, more coffee. And it's just a you know, it's, it's a negative cycle. People can get up, can go down, but you know, what I see with it is just focus. It's energy. Uh, for some people, it's the ability to lose weight. They don't have the body that they want and they just can't keep the fat off or they want to gain more muscle. And this is all about optimizing our hormone profile. Um, but you know, for people who can't sleep well, and they're looking to improve their sleep versus somebody who's looking to just optimize their sleep. Like maybe somebody's at a seven out of 10, but they're just looking to get to 10 out of 10. And that's really my bread and butter where I specialize the ones who are like two out of 10, three out of 10, and to bring them to a 10 out of 10, that's actually a lot easier because usually they're not doing a lot of the things that we had just mentioned. Usually the high performers are doing a lot of these things already. So that's where we start to fine tune and optimize. But yeah, it's it's very interesting when people don't sleep well, um, it's either going to be affecting their body or it's going to be affecting their mind. I'll just say this as a side tangent. The first half of our sleep is our deep sleep, which is restoring our body. The second half of our sleep cycle is more REM sleep dominant, which is restoring our mind. So what that means is if we wake up in the middle of the night and we're not able to get to sleep, whether we go to the bathroom, whatever that looks like, that means it's going to be affecting our REM sleep cycles and we won't be fully able to restore our mind, uh, memories that we learn, the focus and everything else and just our emotional intelligence. And so that's why a lot of the time when you wake up, you start feeling groggy. Your body is typically fine, but it's your mind that's the one that suffers. 
Yeah. So because like you mentioned now, the optimal the optimal sleep duration or these kind of things, because I hear it comes like every one one and a half hour or something like that. So what Correct. is the what is the best the, the the let's say the optimal time to sleep? Is it six hours, seven and a half hours maybe or nine hours if we are going to take one hour and a half into this conversation? And yeah. how do we try to keep this one? And wake up because I read some articles like if you want to wake up, you should wake up when you are not in the deep sleep mode, right? So how do we do that? Yeah, so you're bang on. That's correct. So we we our sleep runs in 90 minute sleep cycles, 90 minutes, three hours, four and a half, six, seven and a half, and nine. So that's ideally what we want to do. And that's not time in bed. That's time that we're actually asleep. The best way to do it is to get a sleep tracker. So I have an aura ring here. You can get a Fitbit, an Apple Watch, a Whoop Band, whatever that works. It, to have that objective tracker is really good for you. Um, but yes, we do want to wake up during those at the end of those 90 minute sleep cycles. So seven and a half would be better than eight hours for sure. And it's all about self-experimentation. The science shows we need between seven and nine hours to sleep. Some people can get away with six though. And other people like Donald Trump, that's 1% of the population. They can only sleep two or three hours and they're fine, but you do risk it developing Alzheimer's and certain things down the road. But yeah, between really? that. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you're not sleeping well, I mean, that's another conversation, but a big reason with Alzheimer's um is it builds up a lot of plaque inside of the brain and while we sleep especially during REM sleep we have something known as our glymphatic system and these are kind of the garbage truck cleaners that come during nighttime and they just clean up all the mess and the toxins but if we don't have that during REM sleep all these plaque deposits over time will start to build up and that's a big reason for for Alzheimer's especially if you're genetically predisposed to it so that's one thing you know ultimately what is your goal it's either short term performance but you also have to think about long term you know longevity as well at the same time and you know, spend more on your health now, but you'll save down the road instead of, you know, managing healthcare then. But yeah, it's, you know, it's very interesting. So we do want to maximize your 90 minute sleep cycles as much as possible. Oh, that's awesome. So, so how do we like, for example, like I mentioned, is it enough to have these kind of gadgets, for example, or tools that you mentioned, because uh, are they like accurate? Do they like actually accurate in bringing the alarm on at the, by the end of the of the deep sleep cycle? Yeah, that's another really good question too. And the answer is they're not 100% accurate. The most accurate ones are obviously when you go to a hospital setting, it's called called a polysomnograph, which is just a sleep study. And that's where you're connected to all the wires. The nurse will wake you up. And that's what they diagnose different <laughs> sleep conditions and stuff like that. The only problem I have with those sleep studies is they're only done on a single night on a single occasion. And they'll say that's 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 you all the time. And the other thing is you're connected to these wires. You're not in a comfortable sleep setting. And so that's why I start to wonder, is that really true of how you do sleep? But what's nice with the trackers is they're not as accurate as those during a short time period study. But what we get to determine with these is trends. And trends over the long term, in my opinion, are more accurate when we can correlate those with our lifestyle, with our diet, with all these other changes that we're making one at a time where we can kind of become a scientist. And we have like a hypothesis like, okay, let's try this thing. How do we react? And then we'll try the other thing. And we'll, we'll course correct accordingly. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, they are very good. In my opinion, I think the aura ring is the best because that's all they specialize in. The Wu band is very good too, but ultimately, you know, I'm never going to tell somebody if they have an existing sleep tracker to switch. Um, really what we're looking for, that's the most important is trends. And we want to see, for example, somebody's heart rate variability. That's a good master one with their deep sleep and their REM sleep, their body temperature. Um, you know, how, how is their, 
um, light sleep, when are they waking up, things like this, um, they're all very important to know when we make those correlations. And that's why the more data that we have, especially when we're seeing those trends and we compare it with their subjective data, like how do they feel when they rate themselves, we can really start making some good clinical observations, especially when we do the lab testing, we can see like, oh, these person's cortisol rhythm is way off. They're genetically susceptible to this. Um, their body is full of toxins. Their gut has parasites, pathogens, worms, and just there's so much inflammation inside of there. Um, that, that's like the sniper approach to get better. But, you know, you, you definitely have to start somewhere and then you can start, you know, fine-tuning, fine-tuning, fine-tuning. So so how do we keep, you talked about trends in sleep. So like, for example, if someone one day gets six hours, the other day gets three hours, some other day gets like nine hours. Is that good thing? Or you should have... As much as possible, you you should have a stable hours of sleep each day as much as you can, and not yeah, keep, our, keep having different hours of sleep each day. For sure, for sure. Another great question. So our body loves consistency. Um, consistency is is its number one thing, and if we fall off of our sleep cycle where we're known as our circadian rhythm and we don't have that same consistency, let's say we're going to bed at 10 p.m. and we wake up at 6 a.m. We want to be doing that that same time every single day, even if, let's say, on the weekends, we decide then to go to bed at 2 a.m. or, you know, stay up late. That can actually throw off our sleep cycle. So earlier on into that work week, we won't fully recover. Uh, Matthew Walker, who wrote uh, Why We Sleep, he was on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's fascinating. He's kind of brought this sleep to the forefront of mainstream science. Um, he has like a childlike wonder about it. I love it. But he talks about how if we have a poor sleep, let's say on the Thursday night, even if we sleep well on Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, by the time Monday rolls around, we still won't be fully recovered. So that just mm -hmm. kind of goes to show you it's not like a, a bank, for example. So if we didn't sleep well, then we can just catch up. We had four hours of sleep last night. Let's get 10 hours of sleep the next night. It doesn't work necessarily that way. Some people are genetic freaks and they can get away with it. You know, there's always those outliers, but for the majority of us, it doesn't necessarily work that way. So yeah, always yeah. try to have a consistent sleep schedule as much as possible. <laughs> but the good news is the, the more healthy your body is, the more you can get away with. So it really just depends on you. Is your body stressed out? Is it not in the best healthy state? But as long as you work up to that and have that resiliency, then you can probably get away with more in the future. Mm, so, like, so like you mentioned that my sleep sometimes not like you mentioned for example when you know that for example the next day that you don't have a work or job to do like you stay all night for example up late so that that day or these two days that you don't have to really accept to enjoy yourself or do whatever you want you you ruin everything with the sleep so, so <laughs> you in your sleep so yeah. that, that and when you go back to the to the day or cycle day that you know for example tomorrow i have to do certain things early in the morning it's mm. like your body stays up late and you basically yeah. you're telling yourself that i have to go to sleep earlier but <laughs> it, it, it ruins the whole thing yeah. like you mentioned so yeah it's important to yeah. keep as much as consistency consistency as possible yeah so exactly. so working with your clients how do you work with them exactly the steps that you go through to to help them optimize and get better sleep. Because we know eventually yeah. we're humans, we want to do, uh, I don't know, maybe we want to have a drink instead of going to sleep so or whatever. So how do you do that? 
Exactly. Yeah. And everything you just said, like everything I'm saying is it's like, that's an ideal world, right? And it's, it's not Bible. I'm not saying do this, don't do this. You have to make it enjoyable for yourself too, because if you follow the life of a robot, you're just going to become stale, you know, and just have such a sanitized life. So the, the trick is to make it as close as possible as you can while it's manageable for your lifestyle. So when I work with clients, there's two ways I work with them. One is a video program. You know, it's about 20 hours long sleep solution system where it's just they go through their better environment. We optimize everything. We go through the diet, lifestyle, exercise, rest, supplements, the mind, the unconscious mind, one that we didn't talk about. That's a big one, too. A lot of people are holding a lot of weight there. And it sounds a little bit woo-woo, and that's how I interpret it as well. But it's just incredible when people have forms of microtrauma when they were a kid or whatever it is. When you release some of this stuff, it's amazing when you sleep, your brain has less um ram to process um but it has more bandwidth available so it's sort of like a computer if your computer is full of all these programs that are open with these viruses your mind is sort of the same way so imagine you know when your when your brain is able to fully rest when that that ram isn't taken up you maybe it's only five percent instead of eighty percent you're going to be able to sleep a lot more and your brain will be able to because it's that's what it, your brain is doing it while you're sleeping it's sort of defragging everything so the more that resources you can give it the better off that you'll be so we focus a lot on the mind on that part of things and that's self-paced with group coaching. That's one. The other one is probably the one to get faster results. Um, you know, it's not for everybody. The first one can definitely get 80% of my clients results probably within four weeks. You're looking at great improvements, but the other one is the one I mentioned with the lab test kits. So I send uh, about five lab test kits to people's houses and we look at 800 biomarkers, all their genetics, all their hormones, all their brain neurotransmitter metabolites, um, you know, just all these reasons inside of their biology, like why are they not sleeping that well? And I like to call it under the hood of their biology. And then once we identify where those holes are, now we can come in and start, you know, taking them on directly. And we still do it in a, in a non-specific um, way where, you know, we're doing all these things at once in the body. When you give it the right inputs, it'll give you the right outputs, but we're also using custom tailored supplement protocols to find out where those deficiencies are. And that's where people can get better very fast because instead of throwing everything at the wall and hoping something sticks, you're now doing what the body actually needs. And so combining that with tracking their sleep every night, um, you know, their rating questionnaires, how they feel and ongoing follow-ups with me, that's where people get better pretty fast. And that's where it's like me doing it for them. They obviously still have to do the work, but that's where it's, you know, not having to guess themselves and it's just me telling them what to do. So what would you say? Like we talked about a bit, let's say about some tools so can you give us some set of tools or resources that can help people better sleep in general, whether they are gadgets, apps, or maybe yeah. books that they can read also, like you mentioned earlier? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll give you a few. So the one that I said before, brain.fm, that's incredible. Uh, the Aura Ring, if you're looking for a gadget, that's probably the best one, I think, for sleep. Another one that's really good you can download on your computer is called iristeck.co. So it's I-R-I-S-T-E-C-H dot C-O. And what that will do is it's, it won't only give you a red light filter, but it uh, before you go to sleep, which will minimize um, the blue light, but also screen flicker and just everything else. The guys who do it are really incredible. That's one too. You can also use the Chili Pad. Chili Sleep is a great one. Another device is called uh, Sensate. I think the website is called Get Sensate, G-E-T, Sensate.com. Um, that can really help relax. It's kind of a pebble that sends, sends these electromagnetic frequencies into your body. Um, another one is called Apollo Neuro, which is a wristband to really help with that. Um, you can also look at the brand called HeartMath. They have a lot of really cool things to improve heart rate variability, which is associated with stress. I'm trying to think of any other apps that people can use. One is called, um, 
people put if they Google, I forget the name on the top of my head. The the owner's name is his name is Mickey, but it's incredible regarding jet lag or if you travel. Um, just put in the best um, sleep, uh, best sleep apps. I think it's called Jet Lag, but uh, no, it's called Time Shifter. That's it. It's a Time Shifter app available on iPhone and Android. That's incredible. Um, yeah, those are kind of everything in a nutshell. There's, I mean, there's a ton more that I have a list. I go through all of them, but those are some of the higher impactful ones um, as well. And if every, anybody is interested, um, you know, I, I have partnerships with some of these people. So if they want a discount, just for sure, they can let me know. Awesome. So do you think there's something important that I missed asking you about that you can mention now, for example? Yeah, I think, you know, from a high level view without getting too complicated into things, I think we hit everything. I think I can just say, you know, sleep is one of those things that's so important. We all have to sleep anyway. I call them the three mangoes There's sleep, there's diet, and there's exercise. If we, you know, incorporate a new diet, it's complicated sometimes, like three cups of this, three teaspoons of that. And we just kind of fall off the bandwagon. Same with exercise, going to the gym, having a personal trainer, you know, it requires a lot of effort on our end and making time for it. But sleep is something we're already doing anyway. And so if we can just make it, we can optimize it and make customized tweaks. Like it's amazing. Everything is the same. And we just optimize people's sleep. They can just lose weight. They can gain more muscle. They can heal better from, you know, certain things. They can just increase their productivity by like 30, 40, 50%. Have that deep work on par and focus. Kettle coffee, you know, people off, I mean, depending on what stage of life they're in, getting off medications. Um, you know, the list just goes on and on with this stuff. And I think the science or the mainstream will eventually catch up with some of this to see how important it is. But the way I see it right now is just sleep is just one of those things science doesn't necessarily truly understand yet. Mm. We know it's working and we see the results that are proving, but I would say get on this now, um, you know, while it's all this exciting new stuff is coming out about it and you will just see, it won't be an overnight process, but just try this new habit for the next one or two weeks and then observe the results. You can always journal too and see how you feel. Um, mm. but you know, I can't just advocate enough the amount of the positive results I've seen in clients, just other people with their sleep. Um, you, I mean, you, you won't be, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. So Riley, where can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about how to optimize their sleep and perform better in their business or their life? For sure. So they can go simply to my website, the, the sleepconsultant.com, T-H-E sleepconsultant.com. On there, you can join the newsletter where I'm sending out three free newsletters a week, kind of everything that I've talked about here, cutting edge science. And then another thing if um, people can do is they can schedule a free 10 minute sleep assessment with me. And, you know, it's just custom one-on-one with me. We can go over your sleep environment, everything else. Obviously there's programs and stuff and it's not for everybody, but the purpose of the call is really just to help people. Um, so yeah, that's the best way to do it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Riley, thank you for being here today with me on this episode of the Success Secret Podcast. Thank you, Hussein. Thank you for listening to this episode of Success Grid. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you found value in the show, rate and leave a review on iTunes. For more resources, visit successgrid.net. Until next time.